Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to Uptime. Uh, Uptime is a community, and we're very, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Uptime is a community of those who believe in Jesus Christ, and we're so glad that you have joined us here tonight. Uh, today's date is, uh, what is it, December 19th, and I'm Bob Barber. Welcome to Uptime Community Church. If you're new here, if uh, you've never been a part of Uptime Community, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the truth, the way, and the life. And we just want to make this an interactive forum so that that way you can come to us with your questions and your comments. And if you do know Jesus, great. All right. You're way ahead of everybody else. But if you don't, we encourage you to get to know him today. Now, we have good news and bad news. The bad news is, first, we're all sinners, and we have fallen short of the glory of God, and we deserve separation from God for eternity in the lake of fire. All right? But the good news is, Jesus came, and he died on the cross. He rose again from the dead three days later, paid the price for our sins, so now we have salvation through his finished works at the cross to get us into heaven no works involved with our salvation amen brother john amen and, brother bob and so we are here today to uh share with you a lot of awesome things happening and we're looking for the rapture resurrection event to get us out of here and uh let's just uh pretty much just get into it it's just me and john here tonight uh greg is celebrating his birthday with his family okay today is his birthday so everybody wish greg a uh, happy birthday and uh as far as everybody else tonight um don't know where they're at <laughs> so people couldn't make tonight with just the two of us maybe we'll have some people show up here later okay i highly doubt it but but that being said though brother john tell yes, us how sir. was your week and what's new with you? What are you excited about? What do you see coming? Well, I'm still excited for the coming of the rapture. That's that's every week. We never know if it's the last show or not. Or it would happen during the show. That would be awesome. Uh, my week was pretty good. Uh, we had a Bible study every day. We studied all kinds of stuff. Um, I recorded also a study for tomorrow, Wednesday at noon. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be there on Uptime website on uh, YouTube. So it's gonna be there. Uh, it's about the seven characteristics of the Bible. Uh, these are very important. We read, we all read the Bible, but there is certain characteristic there that are very specific. So that's the study for tomorrow. Hmm. on the uh, thing there. But my week was pretty good. Uh, I had good news today that somebody in my family might have a hard time. And um, I found out that they're saved by the grace of God and the blood of Jesus Christ. So I'm happy with this. That put a smile on my face tonight. Amen. How yep. about you? My week's been going really, really well. Um just been very very busy and uh you know a lot of a lot of things are happening all around the world and um you know just just like you waiting on the rapture resurrection event 
to take place. Amen. And, uh, you know, a lot of people there, we don't see a lot of people out there like we saw like back in September. Okay. Back in September it was a high watch time and it would have made sense that the rapture resurrection would have taken place at that point. You have all the signs in the heavens, oh, yeah. the celestial signs and all the stuff like that. Okay. We had all that going on. And then after that, we had the war begin in Israel. All right. And we are and basically right. That right there helped us out tremendously because we were going through the feast days. Nothing happened with the feast days. But the war began in Israel, which we know that's the beginning of Daniel's uh, time of Jacob's trouble. Oh, yes. And what we're looking at right now is the pre Jacob's trouble. Okay. So right now, well, they're just dealing with Hamas. This corner up here in Gaza. Okay. Yeah, they're they're having um, uh, people taking interest in all all the sides of Israel right now, but they're just dealing with Hamas. A very very it's like a it's like it's like the, it's like the pregame show, John. Okay, yeah. It's like a it's like a warm up, the opening act. You yes. Know? Because what's going to happen eventually is all these nations around Israel are just going to collapse on them. Okay, and. It's basically what's happening right now is a, uh, I mean, it's perfect. You know, we didn't know how this thing was all going to play out. We thought it was just going to be rapture, boom, tribulation. Everybody claps on Israel, attack. God delivers them. Antichrist shows up. You know, we we all thought it will go that way, but it didn't. All right. We have the playbook, but we're missing a few leaves. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we got the playbook, but there's like... um yeah, we're missing we're missing some things in there, and yes. probably where like dreams and visions come in to help fill these gaps. All right, and the Bible talks about you know the Lord is going to pour out His uh, spirit in the last days, and mm-hmm. you know what's the purpose of pouring out His spirit to reveal Himself, and what's the what's the book of Revelation, the revelation, the revealing of Jesus Christ. Okay, so He's being revealed to us through His written word, through dreams and visions. All right. That's confirming all these things that are happening around the world right now. Okay. And the, the, the main thing is we're looking at right now is the, um, we are, you see all these armies getting into place over the last 50, 60 days. Basically, yep. since Israel went, started their war. All right. Back on October 7th, we've seen this massive shifting of all the militaries and people. Moving stuff, getting into position, and they're they're kind of like going quiet. A lot of them shutting off planes are shutting off their transponders. Mm. We can't track these nuclear fortresses. I mean, all this stuff, and it's like, man, what are they getting ready for? I yes. mean, we know we know what they're getting ready for, don't we, John? Oh yes, we do. And North Korea sent uh, one or two missile missiles that they did the transcontinental into the water, but still. They're practicing. Uh, I don't know how many of them rockets they do have, but it seems that they're flying them a lot lately. So um, I don't know if it's part of of the 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 if it's part of the what's coming up. But they're they're a big player into nuclear stuff, and it gets me worried sometimes because. Like, I know you guys, American people, you're not going to shoot anything until it's the last of the last uh, thing to do. 
but uh, mm. I'm not so sure about the other countries like Syria and Syria and uh, uh, those places. Um, they do have some very heavy weapon, and we never know when they're gonna pull them out. And like, what what's going on right now with the uh, Hezbollah up north in Lebanon? Are they still mm. attacking? Are they still trying to get in? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a part that we uh, we hear less, but uh, there's still something going on up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just from a this just came out from CNBC. Is mm-hmm. Israel uh, is linked to um, um, was Iran said that Israel and the United States? Well, Israel did a cyber attack on their gas stations. Oh. Okay, and. It was also, United States was also involved in this process as well. Okay. Now, if you listen to our media, our media says that Israel did it. (laughs) Okay. But their media over there said, no, it was the United States and Israel that did it. Okay. So, and the reason why they did that, because they don't want, if, if, um, if our media was to say, hey, uh, United States did a cyber attack on Iran, then what's everybody going to say? Well, Obviously, Iran's gonna do a cyber attack on us. Okay, they're going to get the revenge, but they don't want they don't want to scare everybody. Okay, so they're not going to say that. No. So our media is hiding that right now. But even though the FBI is saying that there are all these terror cells everywhere, and they're calling for Iran to do a cyber attack against yes. us. Okay, it makes you wonder. It's like, did the government? You know, they're, they've they've been saying the cyber attacks been coming for over a month now. Yes. But Iran really didn't have too many reasons to do it until now. <laughs> you know, it's like you know we're gonna we're gonna provoke them to do a cyber attack on us. And here's here, here here's where it gets real deep. You want to take this rabbit hole and go deep with it, John? Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be Iran that does the uh, does the attack. I believe it's gonna be our own government issuing executing this cyber attack and this blames it on Iran. I believe our government will do that. The Biden administration will definitely do that because it'll help them stay in power. Look, the Democrats yeah. know that their goose is cooked. Man. Nobody's going to vote for them. Nobody. Okay. So no. they know they're going to get destroyed in the election. Doesn't matter. They, 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 have, they have shown their true colors to everybody. Okay. So they know they are going to get annihilated. Okay. They can, they can, they can yes. go up against the monkey and lose. They know that. So now they're going for broke. Mm-hmm. All right. So if if we are in that bad of shape, if which requires martial law by next year, twenty twenty four, there won't be an election. Okay, that's right. Because you know they don't have anybody. I, I cannot believe that they still think. Well, I think Biden may, might be able to do it against it. Really, the no. guy has like a ten percent approval rating. If they're honest, okay. I was like, ah, I am John. I am just uh beside myself with the ignorant people in this world. And it's tough living in this world with ignorant people like this. Yes, I hear you there, brother. It's tough, man. It is tough. People don't want to see what's going on. It's like they're like the monkey thing there. Monkey doesn't see, doesn't hear, doesn't talk. And it's very Mm -hmm. specific to certain people. But um, from what I see here in Canada, same thing for us, where uh, the prime minister is uh, is not going to make it to the other election. Nobody wants him, and uh, all mm-hmm. his 
survey now I've been going down and down and down and there is no there's no way out of that and there's there is new uh, there's a new like Poiliev it could be the next prime minister because he has he has the uh, skin for that it would be it would be great there and um mm-hmm. from Canada what we see in the United States it's it's not uh, calming us if i may say it's it's very get us very worried because we follow it, we depend on you guys in major part uh, our army is a joke so we couldn't do nothing we cannot even check the top atlantic north of the uh, of the canada there so it's like uh, it's like a swiss cheese everybody comes in and out the way they want So that's mm-hmm. very dangerous there. So we depend on you guys. Whatever you do, if your economy goes bad, our economy goes bad. If if your economy goes good, our economy goes good. It's always depending on you guys. So mm-hmm. lately, it makes me very nervous of what's going on and what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, we know what's going to happen. It's a rapture resurrection event. Yes. It's the next event on God's prophetic calendar, not a revival for the United States, okay? We've kicked God out of every single institution, educational-wise, government-wise, okay? Anything like that, we have kicked them out of every single institution, every facet of this country, corporate facet of this country, okay? Mm -hmm. So with with God kicked out of of every facet of this country, and now you have these kids, you hear about these kids, doing Satan Club in Tennessee for grade schoolers. And be, you have that going on now. It doesn't look like an environment for revival. I don't see a revival no. coming to this country at all, unless there's a rapture resurrection. Because after the rapture resurrection, then the tribulation saints come to the forefront. Those who are left behind. Yes. Okay. They're, go- they're going to be led by the 144,000, the two witnesses, and that thing will get all revved up. Okay. Trust me, if you're cutting people's heads off because they're refusing your mark, the word's mm. going to get out. There are going to be more. There, there are going to be a lot of people. Yes, that are going to be encouraged, and and you have an angel about the mist of heaven preaching the everlasting gospel. Amen. You're going to have that going on. Do you think there's that's, that's going to cause some movements, John? Oh yes, cause some people to stand up and say, "No, I'm not going to stand for this." Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be a revival, and those who are going to be a part of that revival will be killed. Yes. Unless they can find a way to hide, which I can highly doubt they will be able to do it. But all the people that all the people that hear us tonight, but they're not saved, and they say, oh, I got time, I'll wait and everything. How do you think they're going to react after the rapture? They want to be saved now, and they won't be mm-hmm. able... I'm I'm sure they... Because, see, that's a question I want to ask you. Do you believe that the Holy Spirit is still there after the rapture? Because it talks about the seven spirits of God. And usually that refers to the Holy Spirit. So the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit still going to be there. But how how hard it's going to, according to the scripture, how hard it's going to be to be saved when you got all this. And if you don't take the mark, you cannot feed your wife and your three kids. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a bad thing happening there. That's going to be chaos. 
chaos. I don't want to see that. Well, we we might see it from up there, but we're we're not going to live it. And uh, it's going to be chaos, like everybody, like like chicken without an, a head running everywhere. And mm -hmm. uh, that's going to be so desperate for these people. And you have those who will just gladly take the mark and say, yes, that's a great thing and everything. And straight to hell, they will go. Right. Well, we're definitely going to be removed out of here because, see, the, the gospel of grace comes to an end yes. at the end of the age of grace. Mm -hmm. That's why it's called the gospel of grace within the confines of the age of grace when it started back at the time of Saul on the road to Damascus. And it yeah. ends according to uh um it ends according to uh uh first Corinthians fifteen, fifty one, fifty three in the moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. Okay, at that last trump, whatever that is, okay. So that's when it ends. It ends in a moment, but it's built within the confines of the age of grace, start to finish. Okay. And this is called, of course, the body of Christ. Now we're gone. Because we can't have two gospels here on the earth, competing gospels. One no. gospel say the age of grace, and where where it's like it's a faith and no works to to get saved. Then you have the everlasting gospel that is faith plus works to get saved. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can see why the seven year tribulation. What goes on during the tribulations? It's called a time of testing for a reason. Revelation three ten. Yes. Okay. It's called a time of testing because you have to be tested according to what's going on during that time for that gospel in order to get saved. You are tested during that time. Okay. And then you're evaluated at the end of this thing or after you die. Okay. So that's why the Bible says, Revelation 14, the angel says, the blessed are those who die from this day moving forward. Okay, and I'm paraphrasing that. All mm -hmm. right. So there are two Gospels, and don't tell me there aren't two Gospels, because if you go to Galatians 2, verse 7 and 8, it says, yeah. but contrary wise, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me, Paul, as the gospel of the circumcision was unto Peter, Okay, which would be the Jews. Hello, that's two Gospels. Okay. Different and it says in the very next verse, for he that wrought effectively in Peter to the apostleship of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me, Apostle Paul, in me towards the Gentiles. Okay, so mm -hmm. there are two Gospels. But right now there's not because the kingdom gospel, it ended back in um when that when that time frame came to them that when that uh after the 69th week. Yes. In that time, in that time it, it kind of phased out, all right? It came yep. to an end. But now it's phasing back in, all right? Yeah. But it's not valid until after the rapture resurrection. The rapture resurrection, yes. Where it gets unpaused, because what do we have back then, John? We have the 69th week, all right? And during the 69th week, what was the gospel Jesus was preaching? The kingdom gospel. Yes. The same gospel he taught to Peter, 12 apostles. Yes. That's the gospel they knew. Okay. When Apostle Paul brought this other gospel, the Bible talks about that there, there's no distant disputation. There was no disputation or no little disputation between the two of them in the mm -hmm. book of Acts. Okay. So which means there was there there was no small fighting, there was big fighting. But once they realized, like, you know, you got something different going on. You know what? And I think about this too, it's like, you know, Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul, you got Apostle Paul, P 
Peter and the apostles talking to him. Yeah. Imagine what Peter and apostles were thinking. Like this guy has a completely different gospel, but mm-hmm. hey, he's going to a Gentile, so we don't care. Hey, more power to you, dude. They, yeah. I don't know if they even believed in that gospel. They're like, you know what? You're going to the Gentiles. You know what? Go yeah, at one point, it. Peter. <laughs> yes, that's right. At one point, Peter was. Uh, they, they were uh, struggling between him and uh, mm-hmm. uh, between him and Paul. Yeah. There was, and I, I can't think of that verse right now, but uh, yeah, they they argued, okay, they argue, yeah. but, but it's just like with that, like I just read to the, that verse right there, okay. So there are two gospels, but it, that the gospel of the kingdom ended almost two thousand years ago, okay. Well, it was paused. Be more accurate, it was paused. Mm-hmm. Now it's about to get unpaused because during the sixty ninth week, it was transcending during the sixty ninth week, the king, the coming kingdom. But then it got paused. So wouldn't it make sense that the coming kingdom gospel will be unpaused during the 70th week? Because since it was being taught during the 69th week. It'll oh, yeah, that's just paused. Yeah. So it's unpaused. So now you have, and that's where God focuses on Israel again, where yeah. if you're a Gentile, you have to be grafted into the Jewish nation. Yes. Basically, that's what I talk about becoming a Jew. You're grafted in. Okay, you are saved by the everlasting gospel, given to the Jew first, yep. and then to the Gentiles. Okay, so this is why there is a mass, there are so many people dying during the tribulation that are coming to the faith of Jesus Christ. You notice that they're not called Christians during the yeah. uh, tribulation. Okay, they are just tribulation called tribulation saints. Okay, because you know Jews don't reason. consider themselves Christians; they're they consider themselves Jews. Yes. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Oh yes, well, I see clearly. The Christians are going to be gone. <laughs> We're the ones that believe in Jesus Christ. Now I'm sure that they might call themselves Christians, you know, during that time, but technically they're going to become spiritual Jews at that point because they're going to be grafted in and they're going to be hated just as much as the Jews are because yes. they're grafted into the promises of Israel. Okay, they're proselyte Gentiles being a part of the everlasting gospel that's being preached during the 70th week. And that's how they become tribulation saints. And this is why they get beheaded. It's a time of testing. Oh, man, can you imagine how hard it's going to be just to feed yourself or to to get in life? And you're going to lose everything. I'm I'm sure they're going to get everything. If you have a home or stuff like this, you're going to lose everything. That's going to be chaos. And there is there is no verses. Well, there is some verses that talks about those seven, seven years of tribulation. Mm-hmm. But there is no verse as detailing exactly what the whatever Christian want to be back then. Not back, but when it comes up there those, during those seven years. That's going to be terrible just to decide to follow Jesus Christ. Because whatever we say right now, like to my family and stuff and people around, for those who are not saved and they say, oh, I'm just going to wait. I mean, if if the rapture happened, they're still going to remember the word of God. They're still going to remember what we were saying. And obviously, probably then the Internet will be still working. So they're going to see all them videos. And I mean, and that's why it's going to be so hard for them to live every day 
until the mark is in, implanted as uh, mandatory and that's I, I i just i'm not sure if it's gonna be well it's not worse than hell but it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty rough it's gonna be a rough patch to go through those seven years that's for sure mm-hmm. absolutely but you know we're not pointing to that wrath though okay no. and uh like i said everything that's going on right now folks um I know a lot of you out there right now are tired. I know I am. Yes. I'm tired and you're tired. And, you know, we continue to stay excited. We continue to watch. We continue to broadcast. I try to continue to lift people up. Okay. Even though, even though right now, all I see is happening right now is just a lot of division and fighting among the, uh, among the Christian communities now. Yeah. And uh, I see a lot of fighting and division among the uh, Watchmen communities now, too. Mm-hmm. Because now we got past... We weren't really fighting back in September. Okay, we were just kind of... There was just so much excitement and everything about the feast days and all stuff like that. But now, you know, we're at the point now where you know, we're outside of feast days and Hanukkah is kind of coming and gone now. Some people think it's going to the end of this month. I thought it ended right around the uh, the fifteenth of this month, actually, but uh, you can't really look at Hanukkah anymore, unless it's uh, like I said, unless it's later on. So this is where the calendars are all messed up, you know. So how can it we is. get excited about these calendars, John? If these uh, calendars calendars are messed up too, I don't know where to look at. I don't. Uh, it says now today, nineteenth of uh, December, twenty twenty three. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that's the real date. That's for sure. It's a different date from because there was so many mistakes when uh, when they created our calendar and um, Constantine, that's him, right? Who fixed our calendar? Mm-hmm. And uh, he was not right, right on the notch there when he started it. And especially, we do have uh, bisextile. Uh, Oh, you call that every four years. What's the name for that? A leap year? Leap year. Yes, we we got that. So how many leap years have been done properly or not before? That's all all a mess, right? I know it's winter because I see snow, but uh, as for the date, it's it's always something that was playing in my mind that I'm never, not even sure which, which date we are, especially when you look at the calendar for the Jews, the Jews calendar, mm-hmm. which is completely different from us. But um, I'm looking at this and I'm saying to myself, uh, I think we're on the wrong path with the calendars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at this point, it's kind of hard to watch calendars now. You know, granted, okay, we'll get excited about pass over when we get sold mm-hmm. here because we'll assume okay maybe the calendars are right okay so we got something going on here we got a feast day coming up here but right now we can't really focus on the calendars all we could do is focus on israel and what's going on over there so now you got the biden administration told israel they need to they need to start scaling back their attacks on gaza okay stop defending yourselves israel mm-hmm. okay and it doesn't look good so start start scaling back. You're you're you you are striking indiscriminately. 
different parts of Gaza now. It's mm-hmm. like they're like, you guys are deliberately trying to hit those hospitals, you know, like really, oh. you know. So, so they're asking them to scale everything back. They told them to wrap everything up with the whole Gaza deal by the end of this month. All right. Mm-hmm. I think there's something very significant about the end of this month, January, January 1st. Yeah, um, something is coming up. Right. And uh, I know the cop, uh, the cop 28. Uh, they had an, they had this agreement. I'm not qu- quite sure what's going on over there because they keep changing their minds all the time. You keep seeing the delays and everything, but I guess they have a new deal set up. Yes, that begins January 1st. Okay, and we don't know if this is a seven year agreement. That if, if this is the actual seven year Daniel mm-hmm. seventy week agreement, because even though seven years, we are seeing a lot of different seven year agreements being thrown around yes. outside of COP twenty eight. I know, you know that I know that in uh, the province of Quebec now they voted and the law is passed by twenty thirty five there will be no more gasoline car. It's all going to be electric car, and mm. it's mandatory that it's passed. The law has passed and everything. Can you believe that? That I mean, they force people to do this. At one point, somewhere, somehow, the people will revolt. Will uh, will uh, what's the word for that? Will fight back, and will say, will put their foot down and say, no, we don't want that no more. They're trying to force things, and it has nothing to do with the climate change and stuff like this. It has nothing to do. It's just a big, big, big money thing. And like always, I say, you follow the money and you find the guilty ones. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's just, yeah. just an absolute mess out there right now. <laughs> it is a mess. You know? It is a mess. I mean, just pick anything out of the Bible. And especially dealing with the, the science of the four horsemen, the, the apocalypse about to ride. Yeah. Just pick any one of them right now. Uh, for example, the electric cars, for example. Mm. You know, they haven't built an infrastructure to accompany any, really, any of these electric cars. It is so, um, I hear these stories where this guy, he has to, he got, he got his electric car. He's trying to do the right thing, trying to be green. And he has to take it to Target, plug into a charger. His wife has to take the gas car, go pick him up, take him home, charges there all day. And then his wife has to drive him back to the store. Drop them off so you get back in his car. You know, they are completely inefficient. I mean, it's not going to work when you have to get in the car, you drive somewhere, and it takes you eight hours to charge a car. No. Okay. Even a fast charge, even if it took, let's say they did it and it took 30 minutes, that's still ridiculous. Have you ever spent 30 minutes at a gas station? No. Unless they got a good price and there's a lineup. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. You know, You have these, you have these liberals out there. They got their Teslas and stuff like that, yes. and they think that everybody's like that. No, so you're talking about trying to sell these cars to a bunch of working class people. You know the people that make all the money in this country, built this yeah. country. The people that uh, that well, we used to have control of most of the money in this country, but actually we make most of the money in this country. That's mm-hmm. why they're taxing the crap out of us because they know, hey, there's a lot of money over here. We got to yeah. find a way to tax these middle class people. Okay, and you know, but the thing is, they're trying to sell these cars to a bunch of middle class people, and the cars are super expensive. They're very inefficient. They're very, very expensive to work on. 
Mm-hmm. And it takes uh, it takes like a whole day or maybe at least at, at the quickest a half an hour to an hour to charge it. Yeah. Okay. And on top of that, I don't know if you heard it, but um the uh the dealerships now like Chevy, they have uh, after the rebates and the government credit and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they're they're like they're they're uh their EV trucks they are going for $7,000 and nobody's buying them. No. 7 grand. I my brother bought a truck from there, this Chevy truck yep. and it was like years ago he got it, it was like five about 4 or 5 years ago. It was like 50, 60 grand, yep. 70 grand, 80 grand, something like that. It was expensive. And I'll never pay that much for a car in general. Mm-hmm. But he did and now it's like I was like man that was incredible but it's all gas. But now they can't even give these trucks away, John. No, nobody wants them. Plus, this is electric car stuff like this. It might be good for the southern of United States or California, places like this. But like up up in Canada, you can't. If you need the heater, you drop your uh, you drop your uh, your uh, your range. You drop your range by two thirds if you use the heater. So you have an electric car. You don't want to use the heater because you want to make it to work and you have to freeze to death into your car. Might as well take the bus. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's stupid, right? There's nothing there's nothing straight into this, this scenario. And um, the electric infrastructure like you were talking about, like Quebec, province of Quebec, they produce electricity. We sell some to uh, to New York and Ohio, and uh, uh, we're, we're selling electricity. We have a lot of electricity, and they still have issues with that. You cannot mm-hmm. park, and like if you go to somewhere like a Target or Walmart, there is few few places where you can plug, but there. There is no way you can just charge while you're in the store and it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And what you going to do with the big rigs, with the 18 wheelers, mm-hmm. right? It, it's so heavy that you, you, you're going to have to drop your load half, half of what you can have you regularly because you're going to have to have more batteries so you can do the range. That's crazy. I, I don't believe that's going to work. It's going to be a, a fail for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be honest, John. What, why are they doing all this? The Mark of the Beast, Revelation chapter yeah. 13. This is a great indicator that the rapture resurrection is about to happen. Mm-hmm. Because look what they're doing right now to systematically destroy this country and every country oh, yeah. around us. Okay, they systematically... Um, First of all, they destroyed all of our food processing plants. And where I'm going with this is this, okay? If they get rid of everything and they stop stuff from coming in, but they take what's left and they hoard it to themselves, mm-hmm. all right, and they have it, guess what? Now they control you because they got all the goods. So you do what I tell you to do, and I'll give you some of the stuff from, yeah. our, from our supplies. So mm-hmm. we'll control the water. We'll control the food. We'll control all the resources. We'll control the money. In fact, the money that you need to buy this stuff from us, we'll give it to you. And mm-hmm. in case you step, if you step on the line, you can't. You, you no longer have that money to buy the stuff from us. Talk about total control, total tyranny. 
Okay, that is what's on the horizon here. Okay, oh, yes. and thing is, though, the Bible said that this is supposed to come. It's the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. Okay, you cannot buy or sell unless you have the mark. You cannot buy or sell doing. You can't do business. You can't do commerce. You can't do nothing. So when you look at the grand scale of this whole thing, you know, you still there, John? Okay. Yes. All right. Look at you, pause, man. But uh, you look at the grand scale of this whole thing, you know, you could sit there and argue about the EVs. You can argue about the fact that we have open borders. And that's mm-hmm. another thing, too. We have all this, we have all this uh, supply problems here, okay, because of the pandemic that took place. Okay, mm-hmm. it's all planned. It's starting to make sense now from t- back in 2020 where we're at now. It's starting, yes. starting to make sense. It's coming full circle. Oh, now. yes. And yeah. so now here Thanks we are so with supply issues. Okay, you're paying $25 for a carton of eggs. Okay, you have hyperinflation. You got Joe Biden saying, hey, you corporations, stop price gouging everybody. That is the dumbest tweet I've ever seen in my life. Yes. I was like, dude, you know why this is happening. But you know, he's counting on all the idiots that don't know what we know mm-hmm. about all the hyperinflation, all the money printing and everything we've been doing to cause the price of these products go up because of these corporations. Corporations mm-hmm. have to cover their costs because of you, Joe Biden. Okay, but we know, but thing is, you see all this stuff happening, but it's like when when I look at it, it's systematic. I see parts moving everywhere. I see like this yeah. uh, big, massive landmass, and it's it just slowly coming, like imploding on us. Okay, yeah. I can focus on this mass over here and these acreage over here. I can go over here. I can go over there. But I could focus on, you know, and you can see why it's all happening mm-hmm. because basically is leading to the mark of the beast. And oh, yes. now to speed things along, they left our borders wide open. And that was the greatest thing for them because one, mm-hmm. hey, since you guys have supply chain issues, you don't have that much stuff to use for yourselves. We're going to mm-hmm. send about another 10 million people into the country so they can yeah. use that stuff too. And hey, you people in New York City, isn't it nice in Chicago? Hey, isn't it nice now? You have all those illegals there taking all your food. They're yeah. standing in line before you get there. They're getting all that cheese. You're not getting mm-hmm. your cheese now. You're not That's getting right. into the. Uh, you're not getting into the um, the homeless shelters. Mm-hmm. It, it's speeding things along, right, John? Oh yes, and it, it's a mirror thing of what's happening in Canada too. That's the same thing. Food banks are down, empty. There is nothing left for you. And we're so sorry, but uh, we got nothing left. And there's a bunch of people coming in. And um, some places you, you can barely speak English. I don't pretend to speak perfect English, but uh, there's some places in Canada, there's, they're meant to be Anglophone places. And you can barely speak English because there is too many, too many incomers. And It's very sad to see the country going like this. Um, I'm not against immigration, in contrary, but there should be some rule, some rules when they come for understanding at least the language and then to start to work or do something. Everywhere in Canada, every province is right now as a lack of people, workers, they You can, they, everywhere you see those big banner, we hire, we hire, and nobody is showing up for work. And 
because and then that's why the you were talking about the corporation they have to deal with that because if they don't have the people to work and to make it happen of course they're going to charge a higher price it goes with the offer and the demands whatever you demand whatever is the demand whatever is the offer the offer will price tag everything according to the demand If there is no demand, the price goes down. But if there is too much demand, then the price goes up. So that that's that's the basic of economy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but it makes sense. This mm-hmm. is why everything's happening right now. This is why they're doing it because eventually the time is going to come where there is not going to be. You're not going to have your stores open. You're not mm-hmm. going to have your farm stands. You're not going to have gas in your cars, okay, because they're going to shut down the gas stations, okay? And this can come about in so many different ways, all right? But the fact of the matter is, let's all remember that 2024, Deagle Reports, all right, the Rockefeller yeah. Think Tank, okay, where they put together, John Deagle put together the predictions of what basically everything that's happening that's been happening, okay, And, of course, a lot of it's all engineered, all right? But his projections show for, well, for the United States, it's not good. We are depopulated by 90% here oh. in this country. Now, if you read the Deagle reports, it's not like every country gets mass depopulation. Some countries go up in population, okay? Some, people, some countries lose a little bit of their population. You know, how do they figure that all out? But be it as it may... The United States, man, I know most of our audience here is here in the United States. And, you know, if you've been watching me for any length of time, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always a guy that's like, okay, it's bad. It's really bad ahead of us. Yes. All right. Some people don't like listening to me because it seems like I'm gloom and doom. I'm not gloom and doom. I'm just, I'm just in the tower. You're wide awake. Yeah, wide awake watching from the tower. And I, and I, I, don't, and I don't hold back. Like a lot no. of people do. You know, they kind of dance around it, try to throw some sugar on it. You know, it's like, no, I don't hold back. No. Okay. Twenty twenty four is supposed mm-hmm. to basically this basically in about twenty twenty four is in about what twelve days from now? Yes. Something like that. Within twelve days, we will be in the year where ninety percent of us will be dead or gone. Yeah. Okay. How's that going to happen? Well, You got the rapture resurrection. First of all, you cannot pull off a campaign like that, John, unless there's a rapture resurrection yeah. event. Okay. You're not, God is not going to allow you, stupid globalist, to have a free reign like that and wipe out 90% of his creation on the earth mm. during the age of grace. All right. Not going to happen. Sorry, fellas. Yeah. Right. Ain't going to happen. That's what's showing me is what's showing me is, okay, during the tribulation. That can happen because yes. it's biblical. You have a lot of testing. You have a lot of people fighting people. You got a mark of the beast. You have people dying because of natural disasters and flooding, tsunamis, earthquakes. I mean, yeah. that, that earthquake, the Bible says, when the two witnesses are resurrected, 7,000 people die just like that. Yep, 7,000. Okay. So two-thirds of the earth will perish during the tribulation. Now, before that takes place, though— You have the rapture resurrection event, which would be five billion children removed. So that takes us down to three billion. 
Yep. Okay. And then you remove like what, maybe 500 million Christians, something like that, give or take. Yeah. All right. Maybe a billion. I don't know. I mean, God knows our hearts. Okay. Who's yes. going to be saved and who's not. All right. Yes. So no. That? Yes. So that puts up what? 2 billion, 200, 2 billion, 300 million, something like yep. that people left. And then after that, but then, then after that, then, you know, then the Bible talks about all the killing and everything else that takes place and the plagues and everything else oh, like that. So that's going to be worth plenty of people here to kill, but the yeah. majority of the world will be gone at the rapture resurrection. Now that makes sense to me, John, for mm-hmm. them to say, okay, 2024, this is what's going to happen because if the rapture takes place, yeah, sure. Why not? Why can't be depopulated by 90%? Because after the rapture, sure. That totally makes sense to me. And by the way, it's not a picnic down here during the first four horsemen. Okay, you got a you got a white horse that comes down here that yes. makes a declaration that he's God. Then you got a red horse of war that comes down here, World War Three. You got the black horse with the scales. You got mm-hmm. a green horse with all the pestilence and everything. They're getting ready to charge. Okay, yeah. And the Bible talks about that all these people appear under the altar. Yeah. <laughs> That die, a lot of them that die in a short period of time, okay? That would make sense for 2024, okay? Mm-hmm. That would make sense. And, and, and it actually makes you wonder, are these digger reports accurate, John? You think they're accurate? Let me look around. Everything I just said. Yeah. Look around what's happening right now. Do you think there's yes. some weight to what yeah. I just said that could, it could possibly yeah. happen? I believe so because... It it makes sense so much now when you look at it and you look at how many people will be left behind and how many people will be leaving the earth. Um, man, it's going to be really hard to manage all this on the earth. I don't think it's going to be easy. It won't be easy. I don't. It's not that I don't think, but I uh, I don't think that it's going to be that easy to live. And I refer to the chaos, but look at what everything you just mentioned there, all what's going to happen during those seven-year tribulation. So people, if you hear that today and you're not safe, please, please, please go to 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. That's the gospel. Make sure that you're safe. Make sure you go with the rapture, you and your family. If you're a father of a family, you're the um, the fatherhood there. Make sure you teach your your family about this because if you're left behind, it's going to be hard to feed your family if you don't accept the mark. Plus all the plagues that uh, Brother Bob was talking about and everything. That's going to be so rough. And whatever movie of war you have seen, that's nothing. That's kid and garden besides what you're going to see there. It's not going to be all pretty, believe you me. Mm-hmm. The Bible is clear about it. Absolutely clear. And so we are watching all these things taking place right now. Yeah. All right. You have Israel. I mean, let's 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 do a let's do a collective um, observance now of everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. The main thing is Israel. Okay, Israel's oh, yeah. at war. All right. And they're getting pushed into a corner where they basically it's like you either destroy your enemy or be destroyed. Yes. So they're not going to listen to Biden. They're no, not going to listen to 
they're not gonna listen to anybody because there'll be no know, ceasefire. Yeah, there's not gonna be a ceasefire. And the problem is the whole world now is just uh coming against Israel and say, hey, stop bombing Gaza. Now hold on a second, what happened? Because any does anybody remember what happened back on October seventh? And does anybody remember all the decrees they made where they said that they will continue to do those October seventh over and over on a bigger yeah. scale? Has every is everybody just ignoring that? Okay, so Israel knows. Hey, I don't care. We don't care what the world says. We are not going to get wiped off the map here. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't care if like someone comes into my house and and they and they have knives ready to hurt my family. I'm standing there with a gun. Yeah. All right. And my neighbors say, "Hey, Bob, you really shouldn't hurt them." Yelling from their house, "You really shouldn't hurt them, Bob. He's just he just wants some food and a little bit of blood. It'll be okay. Don't hurt him to me. Don't you know you shouldn't be mm-hmm. defending themselves. You should take it easy on that guy." All right. As like that's like no, I'm going to take no. this guy out. <laughs> okay, if I don't, what's going to happen? Going to kill me and my family. Oh yes, so, yes. They're they're pushing but, to a corner, so they yeah. have to fight. And the problem is, the more they fight and defend themselves, yeah. the more the world hates them. And this goes back to the point I was making: after the rapture resurrection, you have to identify with Israel to get saved. You have to identify with the kingdom gospel where the Bible said that you will hang on to the shirt tail of a Jew yep. because I heard God is with you. Okay. If they want to kill Jews now and the Jews are the ones hated and they're hunting Jews now and they're going to be hunting them like crazy. Mm-hmm. If you're a sympathizer with them or spiritually grafted in with them, mm-hmm. you are hated just as much as they are. Oh, yes. Yes. Makes sense, doesn't it? Why these people, these Christians will be killed or the tribulation saints are killed off during this time. Yeah. You, you don't know? need to be you don't need to be a Jew not to be hated. If you if you're just a Christian Bible believer and you start talking to someone new that you don't know, and oh yeah, you Christians, uh, we know about you and you already hated before you open your mouth so it's very mm-hmm. sad to look at it but uh now i can't ima- i can't imagine when we w- those left behind will be grafted to the jews proselytes and stuff like this how how hard it's gonna be man it's mm-hmm. i just can't imagine the, the scenario there i know the bible tells us what it is but those seven years it's gonna be a war scenario it's not going to be pretty there will be no uh, uh everything is well and fine with a with a rainbow in your window of your house no right. nothing will be well and fine right and uh, some people are probably saying to themselves you know you know after the rapture you're going to have you're just going to have continued christianity okay well christianity's now that's gentile talk Okay, mm. God is focusing on Israel. Yes. So if you want to get God's attention, guess what? You got to, hey, where's Israel? Hey, here's Israel. Hey, God, woo, I'm over here with Israel. That's yeah. how you get saved. Become a yeah. proselyte Gentile. Yeah, I'll give you a couple of verses here. Ephesians yeah. 2.11, where it says, Wherefore, remember that ye being in times past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision, but 
by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, yeah. that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. There it is. Mm-hmm. And, the strang- and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Okay, that was a position of Gentiles yes. before the age of grace started. If you wanted to get saved, you had to become a proselyte with Israel. Yes. That's how you got saved. I am so glad we are alive now yep. and being alive 2,000 years ago. Because yeah, <laughs> I don't know how hard it was to become a proselyte with Israel. Okay. <laughs> and then it goes on Esther 8.17, another good one, which says, And in every province and in every city, whatsoever the king's commandment and his decree came, the Jews had joined gladness, a feast and a good day. And here's my argument right here. It says, and many of the people of the land became Jews for the fear of the Jews fell upon them. So you had to become a Jew to get saved during Israel's prophetic timeline going up all the way through the 70 weeks. You had to be proselyted into the Mm -hmm. Jewish nation. That's what means to be grafted into the promises of Abraham. Yes. Yes. But right now, we go around Israel. We don't use Israel, do we, John? No. We no. follow up. We follow uh, a Jew. Okay, first of all, Jesus saved us, who is a Jew. And he, Jesus used another Jew who was a high priest, Apostle Paul, who was Saul. Mm. And he became our apostle. So the, it, still, it still went to the Jew first, into the Gentiles. So that protocol is still there. Yeah. Okay. But now we come straight to the Lord without, without the use of Israel. Yep. Amen. Paul was called, uh, Saul was called Paul in uh, Act 13, 9, if I'm not mistaken, for the first time. And when he became Paul, uh, everything, everything started from there to bring up the gospel to us today. So um, mm-hmm. if, I, if I may say right there on my board, right there the, between the cross and the rapture, that's the pause that you were talking about that God made for the Gentiles. And I'm glad he did because we were just uh, dog poop to the Jews. We were nothing. We were dogs and that's it. So we didn't have any way to be saved. But I'm glad God made that pause with the Jews to save us Gentiles. I know it's to bring them to jealousy, but still, I'm glad. And we live in the right time right now. We're privileged to see that because Mm -hmm. a lot of prophets and kings wanted to see that, and they never did. They prophesied on it, but they never saw it. So the first coming of of the Lord Jesus Christ when as his birth and the second coming is Armageddon. But um, a lot of people wanted to see the second coming and see how it's going to be because Armageddon is going to be so bad. So, <laughs> and like I said last week, uh, at that point, you better see the back of Jesus Christ, not the front, because if you see the front, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I like to hear from me, Papa says, as a truck driver, I could feel Bob's frustrations dealing with the stupidity of people in the way they behave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are surrounded by terrors right now. Yes. 
Okay, we are surrounded by tares. You know, the Bible, you know, tares and wheat, you know, we all know that tares and wheat yep. look similar until they start to mature. Yes. And what I'm seeing right now is maturity of the, the wheat compared to compared to the barley. Yeah. Okay. We are the barley, which uh I, I won't get go into the uh, all the parallels of that, but the mainly the barley is very very soft and is winnowed. And that's yeah. how that's how you uh, harvest it. You just throw it goes up into the air. Yeah. And then the, the crap falls off of it. So it has to be caught up. And the stuff is removed. Bad stuff is removed. What does that remind you of? Rapture. We're caught up and the sin is removed. Okay. But the wheat is very hard and stubborn. It has to be put under a tribulum board and it has to be crushed by one man that stands Mm. on the board, the Antichrist, Mm. pulled by a beast system, Mm. pulled by an ox. So have you ever Mm. seen that picture? So it's like a picture. It's a perfect picture. And what was happening right now is we are among wheat all right we are barley who are among the wheat and the wheat are those who believe in their works to get saved they don't accept the fact that jesus finished works at the cross is all it takes you have faith in that yeah that's all it takes to get saved right he wants you to have faith in that finished works as soon as you believe in that finished work god gives you the gift of salvation, and you don't get the gift of salvation, John, until you understand what the gift is. That's right. And you accept the fact that, hey, yeah, I deserve to go to hell. Oh, yeah, we all do, okay? Especially me, I deserve to go to hell. I need a Savior. How am I going to get out of this mess? Yeah. And then the Lord showed me the finished works of Jesus Christ. I was like, man, that makes sense. Hmm. The Lamb of God who came to take away the sins of the world, he shed his blood at the cross, and Died three days later, rose from the dead, couldn't stay in hell because he was pure, so he has a glorified body. First one to be risen with a glorified body, and now he's a pictured type of shadow for me for what I'm getting in the future. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that because I the gospel, once you f- you find out that you're a sinner and you need the gospel to be alive, then your life changed after that, and you will keep growing. But um, it's the portion that it's hard to bring to people, even if you bring it like uh, Jude, Jude 22. Jude 22 is, uh, is about bringing the, uh, bringing the gospel with compassion to people, right? To make making a difference. But look, Jude 23, <laughs> and others save with fear pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. So <clears throat> I tried before, like some people that I know that you try with compassion and everything, but they don't want to hear anything. When you bring, when you bring the fear of the fire of hell, then you might get somewhere. But mm-hmm. You know, the answer I got a lot because, like I said, I'm in Canada, so the Romans Catholic is really strong in there. It's always, oh, no, there's no such thing as hell. Well, the wiki wiki is going to be hard for you guys if you uh, if you uh, don't believe that hell is there. And um, it's really hard to, to preach in these times 
it seems I don't know in in the, in the U.S. I remember when I was a truck driver, I used to go in truck stop, and uh, yes, I gave money to people there that was there to uh, to uh, help them and everything. But you bring the gospel to them, and most of them knows the gospel and everything. But it seems more open to talk about it. In Canada, you can't. It's it's seared conscience, like like unbelievable seared conscience. Like the cross is really thick, and you cannot go through with any word or any action because they don't want to hear it. And this is what makes me sad because I'm not getting mad when somebody doesn't accept Jesus Christ or doesn't want to hear about it. But I'm I'm getting sad because it makes me sad to see that this person, until when she's going to get a second chance to answer to Jesus Christ before the rapture. Because the rapture, don't, don't take that for... Um, Uh, would I say it's going to be a big marking point in human history. Okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I like this one that you put there. Today's the time for salvation. To all mm -hmm. not knowing Jesus, salvation is offered to all who trust in Jesus. Finished work of the cross, Corinthians 15, one to four. That's the gospel. That's, mm -hmm. that's it. There's nothing else that, uh, And faith matters. Yes, doctrine matters. It's very important. We might have um, some differences between people, but we all brothers under the body of Christ. And uh, mm -hmm. we agree to disagree sometime, but we're still in the body of Christ. The main doctrine is Jesus Christ. If right. somebody That's preached different. something else, I mean, let him be accursed. Amen. Well, the rapture resurrection is what we're looking for. And the rapture resurrection event is what our enemies are looking for. Yeah. Okay. Right now, all, you know, I love what's going on. I'm, I'm going to have to make a, a rapture resurrection report about this because yeah. now the Lord's starting to lead me back into that. Now he's like, you know what? We have, we let the dust settle. And I haven't been making reports because the Holy Spirit, unless the Holy Spirit leads me to make a report, rapture mm -hmm. resurrection report, I won't make it. And I would have, based on what happens when I make a report, I get like, it, it's like a birthing process. It just, yes. it, I could feel it right here and right mm -hmm. here. I could feel it physically, yes. you know, and it just kind of just wells up in me and I have to start working on it. It's just, it's, it's kind of the way it works for me, but be it as it may. I haven't been feeling, I have been receiving those revelations and I have not been feeling that. And it just seems like the Lord has just let me just take a break, step back now and watch everything that we've talked about on these reports over the last two or three years, watch it all start to take place. Mm -hmm. And now he's like, okay, now let's get back in there again because what's uh, we need to start, start talking about certain things now that have been taking place. And, with a fresh new set of eyes. And one of those things I'm going to be talking about is the fact that our enemies believe in the rapture resurrection event. We have Christians that don't believe in this event. Okay. We got those that there's a the post tribulation rapture. Now we're going through it, man. Woo. Yeah. 
fight the Antichrist or mid or <laughs> mid, mid mid tribulation pre wrath, whatever you want to call it. Okay. And I already made my argument about that. Look, we can't have competing gospels. Okay. No. We can't have competing gospels. Be, no, right? we can't. You're not going to have an age of grace. I was like, well, you know what? I'm not going to get forgiven for his mark of the beast. I'll just go over here today to the gospel of grace and it's cool. No, that's why we can't be here. And if we're watching our enemies right now, I mentioned that there are books. And if you watch all the new age guys, all the new age, big voices, big mouths, mm-hmm. and their books and their presentations now on the news, you know, what are they talking about? They're talking about this upcoming invasion, these um, supposed creators that are returning to the earth for a new utopia on the earth. And that's what this, that's everything look around right now, John. Everything yeah. look around, everybody. Everything that's happening that's bad is leading up to that finite moment where everything is so bad. These guys come in and they turn it all around and they make it better than it was before. That's what everything is leading up to. But there's a problem. The problem is, according to the New Age, New Age people, according to their angelic guides that they talk to through astro, astro projecting and all that weird stuff we yeah. do, right? According to their angelic guides and everything, every other demonic entity and fallen angelic entity that they speak with, they all agree. The problem is the reason why we don't have utopia, just u- utopia of peace and harmony on this earth is because the Christians are here. Yeah. The Christians are the ones that they say, you know what, we th- these liberals are like, we want to be able to do this, this, and that, but the Christians said this stuff is wicked, you can't do this, and they got some of them who are in Congress stopping these bills from going and stuff like that. They've been mm. working them out of Congress over time, so they can start passing these bills in case you haven't Restraining. noticed. Yeah. So the Christians, and this is a thread that goes through all of them, Hmm. The Christians have to go in order for us to have this utopia here yes. on the earth. That's what their angelic guides say. That's what their, the books that they're writing say, Project World Evacuation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm watching interviews of people that came that were leaders in these areas of these these different groups in these areas. And they're, they become believers, John. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They're saying, hey, you know, when I was involved in all this, now they I, say immediately, the if I wasn't saved, I would say, yeah, the Christians are the problem. That's what they all agreed on. The Christians are the problem. They need to be removed. What? But our angelic guide said that they are going to remove the Christians mm-hmm. because in order for this utopia to go forward, everybody on earth needs to be in one mind. Yep. So we're going to remove the Christians and we're going to, it's going to be like a, a, a mercy rescue. We're going to take them to another planet. This is like the, the main thread that goes through all of them. We're going to put them somewhere else. We're going to retrain them. But in the meantime, this will allow this world now to begin to move forward with mm-hmm. this new utopia. Because the, the Christians, they, they, they weren't vibrating at the right frequency. That's why I've heard. Yeah. Or they're spiritually inferior. They just won't work with us. So they need special training and attention. So we're going to take them all, remove them. So that way, everybody here on the earth is in one mind so this way if everybody's one mind john guess what we can everybody's in one mind we'll follow a one world leader a one world religion they'll agree to a one world currency a one world way of life but you're one not going to have 
until you get rid of the Christians. That's what they're saying. Yeah. And they're like, well, I was like, doesn't sound like to me, John, that it's a pre doesn't sound like to me that it's a post tribulation rapture. Just based just based on what our enemy, the enemy camp is saying. Okay. So basically they're going to watch all of us go up to the clouds. Okay. And as we go up, right there and then they're going to drop a ship, which will probably Project Blue Beam, accompanied with military vehicles. Okay. And from that, they're going to move forward and scare everybody to death. Mm. And afterwards, hey, we're not here to control. Yeah, we're here to we're here to make things better for you. In the end, we're going to control you. <laughs> but in the meantime, we got to you know we got to fool you guys too. And since we don't have these Christians here no more, we can really do what we need to do now here without yeah. God holding us back. You know to make this happen to create this. Uh, which creates this environment of a testing because you end up you end up having to take their mark. All right, that's God's final chance. Of, hey, this is your last straw, man. If you don't, if you can't make it past this test, man, you're going straight to hell. I'd like to be. I know when we're gonna get rapture, we might see what's going on, but the day after, the day after the rapture, who's gonna mm -hmm. take charge? What's gonna happen? what will be there the day after, the first 24 hours after the rapture. Well, the first 24 hours after the rapture? Look, the first 24 hours of the rapture... I'm, you I'm tell me about it. The, what, what they're getting ready for, they've been preparing for this for 150 years at least. Oh, yeah. With all the, uh, with all the <laughs> evolution talk and Hollywood media, and now the government's getting involved because now they're saying, hey, we, 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 got, uh, we have an issue with, these, uh, with the UAPs. And you got a NASA and on the science magazines putting the magazines out talking about exoplanets and life, life on other planets now. If you would put something out like that 50 years ago, people would have gone absolutely insane unless it was in the Inquirer. Okay. So they are, they are, they are conditioning us now for this major shift and they're pitching the whole idea. All the new age people are pitching the, the same people that say they need us gone. They're pitching a new world order. They're mm. pitching the one world coming, the one world religion. Okay, all the pillars of the Antichrist, they are pitching everybody right now that, that needs to take place once these pesky Christians are removed from this planet. Mm. And our guys, our spirit guides, our angelic spirit, spirit creators, mm. they already told us that they're going to remove them for us. So, hey, and you know what's funny? They're, they're going to tell everybody, hey, these, like I said, these, these Christians, they weren't vibrating at the right frequency. They weren't, uh, they're spiritually inferior. They're going to be so puffed up and feeling so good about themselves, John. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, they were. They, you know, they, they, they couldn't get, but we get it. Yeah, yeah, we're good and they're not. We're awesome and they're, those Christians are garbage. Yeah. And then you're going to have them all like this and they want this utopia is about to happen. Oh, this utopia is going to be incredible. Ooh, ooh. And all of a sudden, what's going to happen? You're going to have these tribulation saints over here mm. that are saying, hey, no, no, no. We, and they're going to be so mad. It's like, there's yeah. there's some, I thought you got rid of all of them. All oh, those weren't real Christians, but now they're starting to come against what we want to do here. Well, yes. what are we going to do with them? Well, you you guys need to take care of them. So figure that out. So well, why don't we just go and kill them? Yeah, that, that'll solve the problem, right, John? 
<laughs> I think that's, uh, that makes sense, the way you talk. it. It's a little rough and bold, but I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I must exactly. agree. It's, that's, that's how it is. It's been prepared and everything. And we are here still, and we're just restraining everything. Once we're gone, everything's going to break loose. And it's oh, going to yeah. be crazy. The first day of the rapture. For in the first day, imagine this. First, you're going to have all the kids disappear. Everybody, just think about this. The day of the rapture. Okay, whenever that's going to be. We don't know when it's going to be, but I know it's soon. All right. The very first day of the rapture, you're going to have a disappearance of all the kids and all the believers all over the world. It's going to happen. It's going to be a global shock. But where the globalists see it, it's not. that's not a big enough shock. Okay, we need to add to this shock. We need to throw some hot sauce on this shock. So within that very same day, what they're going to do is crash the global economy on the very same day. And on that very same day, you might have some dirty nukes going off. The, mm -hmm. di the dirty nukes might go off right before the rapture, too, or during the rapture. However, that works. Okay, so you have that. And you have every other every other stop they're going to pull that day, okay, in order to add more chaos on top of the fact of the rapture resurrection. So imagine all that stuff happening, John, in mm -hmm. one day. Everybody disappears, crash the economy, credit cards don't work, nothing works, internet mm -hmm. goes down, water goes down, food, everything's gone, power's out. Plane crash. Plane crashes, car crashes, nuclear bombs all one day. How would that feel? That that's would a nice be... topic for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> But that's that's going to be the global shock oh, yes. of the Raptor Resurrection. Yes. So they're going to throw hot sauce on this whole thing. Oh, And yeah. what's going to happen is, is basically it's going to create all this chaos. And then from it, they're going to bring order out of chaos. So the Rapture Resurrection event, it will bring chaos, but they're going to like, you know, we're going to throw all this stuff on top of it, make it really, 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 really bad. Yeah. And then we can show up with the answer and bring hope in the middle, bring hope through the midst of this incredible chaos. And that, of course, will be the fallen angels propping up the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Imagine the guy that brings everybody back from that. Can you imagine being that guy, John? Globally, to bring everybody back from that. You see why he's going to be loved. He's going to be seen as as a god. Mm -hmm. Small G, of course, but uh, he's going to be seen as, as a god for sure. Yes, right. And the thing about it, remember, I told you at the beginning of this broadcast, mm. they have been positioning their militaries all over this world. Nobody's really fighting, but they're mili they've been moving stuff. You've seen all the trains. You've oh, seen yes. all the videos, right? I watch trains all the time. Yes, I do watch that to relax. And uh, every ten, every one of ten train is a military train with a lot of stuff on it. Oh man, it's unbelievable! Mm -hmm. Like miles and miles of train cars with tanks and jeeps and everything on it. Right. So we see all the trains. We see all the jeeps. We see all the weird mo military movement. Yeah. <laughs> I've been talking about it here for the last two months. 
see all the weird stuff and everything they move, then they go, they kind of stop and you don't hear about it no more. You see all the movement of the nuclear fortresses, yep. shutting off the transponders and stuff like that. You see all the equipment that went to the Middle East, all our aircraft carriers, and nobody's doing anything. Yeah, you got a little bit, a little bit here and there, but not all out bam, 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 bam everywhere. Mm-hmm. You got you got China getting in position, you got North Korea getting in position, you got Taiwan, you know, getting ready to defend themselves. Okay, so, so evidently we have World War Three at our oh, doorstep yeah. here. Oh yeah, okay. I believe so. Yes. So would it be safe to say, John, with no everything that's been said and done, would it be safe to say that they know the rapture is coming? So they made sure mm-hmm. after October seventh they used that event to get themselves into position, so that way they are prepared and waiting for the rapture. Yeah. Because nobody's doing anything. There no. is it's it's eerily silent. Isn't it's it? It's like right? everybody would be on standby for something. They're waiting for a cue. Yeah. Look at look at the uh look at the constant delays we're seeing with the uh the day of jihad mm. that we were thought we we're gonna see in this country. We haven't seen it yet. No. Because they the thing is they don't know when the rapture is either. They don't know when the rapture is either, but they are prepared and they're waiting. Okay. They moved. That was a lot of money. It took it took a lot of money to move that much equipment, all that hardware, the fuel, and everything. Yep. Okay, and the risks that everybody took to get into position without blowing each other up. Okay, that took a lot. All right, and now all we are seeing is just these little delays after another delay. Is I really do believe that they believe that they they believe the rapture resurrection is about to take place. Yep. So that way they could ignite this whole war everywhere. They can create the shock day that they need through everything that they put into position. Okay. And that's what they've done. Everything's in the position, John. Oh, yes. Friends and family, everything's in position. We're just waiting on the trumpet. You can't keep that much. You can't keep that, that stuff floating in, in the, the Dead Sea and everything we have everywhere. You cannot keep this stuff position where it's at mm-hmm. for another two three years no okay you can't do that no because it's costly mm-hmm. yeah. so evidently they know that their masters have indicated to them that there's going to be a shift a global shift somewhere and however however it is that they know that their masters know satan knows and they know they don't know the day and hour okay they don't they don't know only god knows that okay Jesus knows that, all right? Yeah. But be it as it may, okay, they're in position, and they're waiting, and they know it's not two years from now. It's like the way they're moving, the way, the way they're acting right now, they're, they they think it's within weeks or days or hours. The way they got everything in position right now, don't you think? I, I'm sure that the way you explain it is, is the perfect way I couldn't do better. It's a big, huge standby on everything right now. It's mm-hmm. like the world is waiting for us to go. And right. then when this is done, then they're going to go forward with everything else. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way people are listening, that's going to be those seven years will be the bad part that you read in Revelation. That's going to be rough. That's going to be real rough. Mm-hmm. It's no walk in the park, that's for sure. And I every time I hear someone say, "Oh, uh, I will um, 
I will uh, do the seven years tribulation. I got no problem. I got my food and everything. Don't you think that it's going to be that easy that people don't won't come to get your food and kill you and everything? That's going to be a crazy spot to be. I don't want to live that. That's for sure. I don't want to live that. No way. No way. If, um, you know, think about everything that's happening now. All right. If the, the they're waiting for the rapture resurrection, but we also know that they have this whole alien agenda, which mm-hmm. they need something supernatural. Yeah. Something supernatural for the people to sink their teeth into in order to explain away a supernatural event like the rapture. Okay. So yep. in order to do that, in order to get that lie going, what do you think that they should be doing right now, John, in order to prepare everybody for an event like that? What do you think they should be doing? You know what they should be doing? They should be doing disclosures right now. If they're only doing disclosures of alien ships and bodies, that will be a huge indicator that the rapture resurrection is about to take place. Wait, hold on a second. They are. Yeah. <laughs> they are doing They're doing it big time right now. Yes. They got Congress involved. They got the military involved. They got the Pentagon involved. Everybody's yeah. involved now. You got the you got you got Tucker Carlson involved now. And the NORAD up north in Canada too is the same thing. They they see a lot of things going on. And, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> things that make you think right? Right. And the thing that they that they believe in that rapture they believe in that rapture resurrection event, okay? Just like mm-hmm. we do. But let me ask you this, John. If the rapture resin if the rapture resurrection event wasn't true, then they what they what what the, basically what they're doing is going through all this trouble for nothing. Yeah. Okay. And they why, wouldn't be that. Yeah. Why are you promoting aliens? Why are you promoting this big disappearance of people? Yeah. Why are you saying that these people need to be removed in order to start this utopia here on the earth? Why do you need to do all that? Okay, why are you promoting all that? Yeah, they would be doing that for nothing if the if the rapture wouldn't be coming. Yeah, if the rapture wasn't coming, their 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 story will sound some completely different. Basically, if there there was no rapture, then what they would say is all their spirit guides and angelic, you know, Hmm. counselors that they have and they've been talking to for the last hundreds hundreds of years up until now, what they would say is, we are coming. And there will be people on the earth that won't go along with what we want to do to bring you this utopia. So we need you to kill them all. That's what they would do. (laughs) Okay. Because they can't kill us because they're spiritual beings and they're not allowed to do that. God will not allow them to cross the veil to do that because if they were able to, they would have done it already. So Mm -hmm. they basically, they have us kill each other, kind of like with Islam. Satan wants to kill everybody, but he can't. So you use Islam to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what's going on with the Muslims. So that's what they would do is say, hey, you people need to kill everybody that's not on board with this whole thing. All right. You need to start doing it now. Because when we when we start this whole thing up, we need the majority of the earth convincingly on board with following us. So if that was the case, they will we would all need to be killed off right now immediately. All Christians, you will see. That you will see all the concentration camps in full force right now, John. If they Ready knew, to, yeah, to take us down, yes. That we have if they knew that that rapture wasn't coming, then how are you gonna get rid of us before you start? 
Well, we need to start a campaign, kill kill off all these Christians. That's yeah. the only way we're going to get rid of them. But they don't have to because they know the rapture resurrection is coming. Yeah. They don't have to worry about that. So instead, they're like, you know what? We'll just take credit for that event and fool them. You know, they, the fallen angels know that. They know they're all going to hell. They're just doing this whole thing to make sure they can take everybody down with them. Yeah. That's the whole point of this whole thing. So they're, they're going to take credit for this rapture resurrection event. Amen. Amen for that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we could probably do some questions here. Yeah. Do we have any questions tonight? We haven't. We haven't talked about CERN. Of course, CERN is another <laughs> is another concern. <laughs> CERN. Yeah. Um, you know what? Why don't you? Uh, if you have something right now that you want to mention about CERN while gathering these questions here. No, I don't have. The uh, besides the fact that. Everything happening there is. Um, I was watching a show the other night, but uh, I kind of fell asleep on it. And he was talking about CERN, but uh, you might have few questions because some people mentioned it. Uh, CERN is opening a doorway. Yeah, we know that. Uh, that's gonna be another thing. That's gonna play a lot of. Uh, uh, it's gonna play play out in the in after the rapture um who knows what's gonna come out of there man this is this is really bad this is something really bad uh uh you got the bridge here that says are 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 you certain that the children will be taken when scripture to support i hope you're right yes Before the mm -hmm. age of account accounting, um, not accounting, uh, age of uh, accountability. Accountability. Yeah, we, talked, we talked about that last week. Last week, that was a big topic. We went through that. Yes. <clears throat> yes. And that's we um, Romans seven nine, where yeah. Apostle Paul talks about, "I was alive once, and when the commandment came, I died. Sin yes. revived, and I died." So he was alive without the law. Teaching yep. of the law. Well, he didn't need the law to be alive no. as a child. But once he understood sin, once he reached that age of accountability, he spiritually died. Yes. Okay. And that's where the Bible says now, uh, 1 Thessalonians 4 16, 17, the dead Christ shall rise first, then we who are alive and remain, who are yep. alive and remain. Why did why did Apostle Paul choose those words? He could just and all of us that remain on the earth, he could have mm -hmm. just said that. No. He had to say alive and remain. Alive. Spiritually alive. I said, well, physically alive. Yes. Yeah, I get it. Okay, physically, yeah. But spiritually alive. Okay, I just did a reading of Luke chapter 15, where he talks about the prodigal son, where he was he said he was dead and now he is alive. He has come home. He was dead and now is alive. Yes. I if you have a kid, if you have a son that leaves your house, runs away, comes back. Do you say, oh, he died, came back to life? No, you don't say that. It doesn't make any sense. You know, right. he, he's home. But Jesus said the, the story of the prodigal son is he was dead and now is alive. He used those words. Yes. That means that you, when everybody, when they reach the age of accountability, you begin. And if you're not saved, you begin your prodigal son trip. Yeah. Prodigal son, prodigal daughter, you go on that trip. And some people never make it back, John. No, <laughs> they never make it back. They never come home. Okay. And they die and go to hell. 
But some people do come back. And when they come back, that's why the Bible Jesus talked about, you know, they will, they will rejoice in heaven over one that repenteth, who has turned back God who, to Jesus Christ, who have come back, who is alive again. The whole heavens will repent over one. Then over the 99, you know, who were already righteous, you know. So even in the prodigal son journey, yes, you know, that's really show you all the kids are saved. Luke 15, well, Luke 15, 10 is what you're saying. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Mm -hmm. So you were right there. And if you want to make, if you want to make angels happy tonight and you're not saved, you know what you have to do. You have to go through the, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1 to 4. And that's the gospel that Paul taught us how to be saved because Jesus Christ died for our sin because we're sinner, we're bad person. But he died, he was buried, and the third day he rose again. And that's very important to understand that process because a legal thing happened, took place there. It's a legal thing that Jesus Christ did for you and for me. It did take all the sins, wash them away, and come back as a uh, as a redeemer. Now, if you believe that, amen, you are saved. It's not of work. You don't have anything to do. Just faith. Faith into this, this gospel, mm -hmm. which is the right gospel. That's the gospel for us. Amen. Okay. So we have Samsung here. It says, you guys obviously oh, yeah. heard about the Iceland eruptions. Absolutely. That volcano finally yes, went I off, did. didn't it? It was yeah. getting pounded by earthquakes for weeks. Yeah. <clears throat> And they evacuated it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's bad. Yeah, they're not going to be home for Christmas. Watch what goes on over there. Yes. Because something about it doesn't smell right to me. Because it was getting pounded with earthquakes for weeks. And then yes. they evacuated that area. Okay, that area was some pretty good real estate over there. Yeah. And then they had that volcano go off. Okay. Yeah. So are we watching what happened? I might be wrong, but we might be looking at another Maui situation where they get everybody yeah. out of there and then they come back and they rebuild it. You know, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah. or it's just what the Bible says is supposed to be taking place, right, John? Yes. Yes, earthquakes fire. and many earthquakes in diverse places. That's Matthew 24. And uh, because that 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 volcano there is pretty bad, like it's spreading. I don't know how many mouth, mouth there is there, but there is more than one, I think, that's pew lava. And it, it's an Iceland is... Is kind of flat, if I may say. That's that's not that's not big. Well, there is a lot of ice, of course, but there is mountains there. But this particular volcano is pretty bad right now, and people are evacuated, and they're not going to go back home before Christmas if they go back somewhere. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a question here from Caesar Bob. Do you think? That your book, The Road to 2024, will come true on that year, being 2024, the year of the rapture. Okay. I hope so. 
It's amazing that I wrote that book and the Lord, I thought the rapture was going to take place in 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. You yeah. know, when I started writing that book, I think it was 2018, 17, 18, I started writing that book, you know, mm-hmm. published it in 2019, 2020, I think it was. Beat as in May, you know, if that's the case, wow, that would be awesome. <laughs> here we are, we are here, we are in uh, the year going into year twenty twenty four, and it was the road yeah. to twenty twenty four. Yes. So I hope so, Caesar. Yes, I hope because so that would be too. great. Yeah, we could see Paul and Paul tell Paul and Paul, look, look, Bob is right here. That's Bob. He wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yes. Here's. Here's a question. We'll take a shot at Johnson. According to the scripture, what is the definition of the day of redemption? How do we know for sure that it means the rapture sealed unto the day of redemption? What's your comment on that? And I'll give my comment. Well, if you're saved, you're sealed. Once you're sealed, you're sealed until the day of redemption. What is the day of redemption? It's it's pure rapture. That's what it is. You're taken away. You're arpazo. You're gone. You're mm-hmm. that's it. That's the day of redemption. So what you do between sealed and the day of redemption, it's up to you to fulfill God's will. Uh, because once you're sealed, you're sealed. If you believe it by faith, not by work, of course. But then after that, once you're sealed and you believe that the gospel is true and you're saved by the blood of Christ, you can do all kinds of things. And for me, the day of redemption, it's our last day on earth mm-hmm. before. The, and that's what I think. And if I could, if I put redemption there in my soul searcher, um, And while you're saying that there, John, I got two verses I'd like to bring up right here. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, please. Was, uh, the ones that pop into my mind for redemption, as far as now, Jesus said that to the apostles. Now, people who rightly divide the Bible, mm-hmm. we're Romans through Thilemon, through Thilemon, where those books are written to us for our instructions yes. while we're here on the earth. The Gospels are for us. We can glean from that. Okay. Yeah. But uh, according to the gods, the four gospels, the kingdom gospel, you have to be water baptized. Okay, we don't have to be water baptized. All right, so it's one no, an example. There's no need. But for Ephesians that. thirteen and fourteen, we talk about redemption. The re- day Jesus says, when you see these things come to pass, he's actually when he says, when you see them, here's a exciting word: begin to come to pass. Not all collective and done and blown up in your face. No, no. begin to come to pass. Look up for your redemption draws nigh. Now we're sealed to the day, Bible says Ephesians 4.30, we are sealed unto the day of redemption, spiritually sealed, and then our yes. body gets redeemed on the day of redemption, rapture, resurrection. But if you go to Ephesians 13, 1.13-14, it says, in whom ye also trusted after ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of our salvation, in whom yes. also that ye believed, ye were sealed spiritually with the Holy Spirit of promise, mm-hmm. which is the earnest of your inheritance, the promise of your inheritance, the proof promise. of your inheritance, the anchor for your inheritance. Yes. And it says right after that, here it is, until the redemption of mm-hmm. the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Okay, 
So basically, right there in that verse, he gives you the Holy Spirit, seals you spiritually in case you die, your spirit goes to heaven. But in the meantime, you can begin to sanctify your flesh and reel in your flesh mm -hmm. to follow along locked up with your spirit ultimately that's what you want to do you're not going to do it perfectly but you're going to get there one way or another but the holy spirit sealing operation that we all have according to ephesians 1 14 that is the promise of future performance from god the earnest yes. of our inheritance it's like the earnest money you put down on the house it's a promise of future performance and that future performance john is what the rapture resurrection event the day of redemption. Amen. I couldn't so what's verse, what, how many verses came up with redemption, John? Uh, I got 20 verses, but most of them are Ephesians 1.7, <laughs> Ephesians 1.14, Ephesians 4.30, the one you spoke of. Mm -hmm. uh, there is some in Hebrew, but Colossians, uh, let me see here. Colossians. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. That's Colossians 1.14. But uh, Hebrew 9.12, Hebrew 9.15 are talking about that too. Uh, the New Testament, but I mean redemption and... Okay, that's not the one I want. Neither the... Okay, uh, Hebrew 9.12 is very important. Neither by the blood of goats and calves... <laughs> But by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Now, this is very important because Jesus did. Jesus did obtain eternal redemption for us. So that's why mm -hmm. he is the redemption. He is the redeemer. And I believe that uh, once you're sealed, it's until the day of redemption, unless you die before, but you're still saved. So that's no big deal there because you're still with the Lord. Absent, absent with the body, present with the Lord. Absent from the body, present with the Lord. Um, mm -hmm. Now, this being said, for those who are not sure if they're sealed and everything, you got a Hebrew 9.14 is a good verse too. How much more shall the blood, Hebrew 9.14, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit and spirit with an uppercase S of the Holy Ghost, offered himself without a spot to God, purge your conscience from the dead works to serve the living God. Once you're saved, you're purged. And then you can work for the Lord, the living God, and you can. So that's why the Hebrews there is really good for that. Because it tells us and people say, yeah, but uh, hey, uh, John, you're not in the right uh, dispensation for that. Well, this has a double meaning, a double uh, task there. How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God to purge your conscience. That means you got to stop thinking all the other stuff and make sure that you understand the redemption and make sure that you understand the conscience of God by the Holy Spirit. And then you can fulfill God's, um, God's work or uh, service, if I may say to God. That's that's what I wanted to bring there, but hmm, very good.
So next question here will go yes. from let's see. There's a one everybody would like to know. Does the rapture happen before or after Damascus is destroyed? Mm-hmm. Well, we have uh Benjamin Netanyahu already said that they will destroy Damascus if Hezbollah mm-hmm. joins the fight. Now, mm-hmm. when can that happen? Well, Hezbollah is not going to join the fight until America, le- until America leaves Israel by themselves. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when is America going to leave Israel by themselves? At the end of this month, January 1st. Okay? Mm-hmm. They told them to wrap it up by that point, and we're going to pretty much leave you. So when they leave them around January 1st by themselves... Then Hezbollah joins the war because now they see them being defenseless and they're going to collapse on them. Israel's is going to get backed into a corner and they're going to show a mighty force of strength. Say, hey, don't mess with us. We're going to use it. And they're not listening. We're going to shoot this nuke. Don't you come in or, any more closer. And they'll mm-hmm. go keep coming, coming. And then guess what? Bam. There goes Damascus. And there goes the body of Christ. So yes. that's just a theory. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. If they're going to use a nuke on anybody, John, I think they're going to destroy Damascus first because Damascus oh, yeah. is a heavy weapons depot yeah. for their enemies. They might even have nukes and stuff under the ground. Okay, those nukes won't be de- detonated by that blast because there has to be like a chamber connection and all this stuff. But yeah. being as made, they could destroy those nuclear weapons with a nuke on Damascus. And Damascus, the Bible says, will cease to be a city. Damascus is still a city because people build it. up there, right? <laughs> oh yeah. You want to you want to kill a city? You got you can't kill the buildings. You can't destroy the buildings. You have to you have to kill the people. If there's nobody living there, John, then it ceases to be a city. Yes. Or you got people are living in run down places. I seen a barber shop in that place that actually looked pretty nice on the video. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got subscribers that live in Damascus, so it's still operating. You got internet access there. Still city. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, what do you think? Well, I, I think I think once once the decision will be made to destroy it, it won't be uh it won't be like it's happening right now in Gaza. It's gonna be a really quick event. It's gonna happen uh it's gonna happen uh really fast on a speed light thing there. So yes, I agree with the nuke. They they could nuke it, and mm-hmm. uh, if they do that, of course, then it's gonna turn it into a potato field for the yeah. next fifty years. Probably more uh, likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, the other thing that backs it up too is they use a nuke. Okay, mm-hmm. if nukes are being used at this point, you got the red horse of war. Yes. Right. And in order for the red horse of war to ride. That seal needs to be open, the second seal. In yes. order for the second seal to be open, we have to be standing before God's throne. Yeah. Revelation 5 9 before that seal is opened. Yes. Okay, if you follow the order of the Bible, you can see evidently there is a pre-tribulation rapture. Oh, yeah. If you just followed it, rightly divided yes. it, you can see there's a pre-tribulation rapture. Yes. Okay. If you mix it all together, you could easily come up with a post-tribulation rapture or a mid-trib. Mm-hmm. If you mix it all up, I could see how they come up with it. Okay. Yeah. But here's a, here's the good news, John. I see on YouTube right now, from the comment sections and stuff like that, the, post-trib, the post-tribulation believer is a very extreme minority now. They're like flat earthers. No, yeah, flat earth and stuff. No. 
yeah, yeah. The people are uh, are walking away from that now a lot yeah, of people are walking away from that away. The, the the early church father the early church father's writings were all pre-tribulation okay and even even authors that authored books according to the bible they did their own books kind of like what i did road 2024 their books up until like the late 60s 70s mm-hmm. all pre-tribulation yes okay it it all changed after Harold Camping screwed everything up. I was going okay. to ask you uh, when when it post tribulation came up. Nineteen eighty nineteen nineties started really taking off, and it just so happens we talked about. Remember when we were talking about that conversation about the falling away, yes. the great departure, yes. and people are departing the faith. Paul said, "Let the let the falling away comes first, yeah. and then the man of sin revealed." Well, yeah. the great departure. The rapture will come first. Man of seal, the man of sin is revealed. There has to be a falling away too, which is a it has a double meaning. Yes, it means rapture meaning. also has a double meaning because God's that good, John. When He writes yeah. something, it could mean ten different things, and they're yes. all they'll all be accurate. He's that good of an author. Okay, we got the we, we don't we have the Bible codes for a reason. Yes, because He's just that good. Even yes. the whole Bible could be coded. <laughs> Yeah, so, I'm glad you you mentioned that because there is two um, two meanings of it. Because I am more like uh, with the Strongs, it means apostasia. So that's that's where I was standing up. But it's Second Thessalonians uh, two three. That's what we're talking about for those who are wondering where we are. Second mm-hmm. Thessalonians two three. The the falling away first and the falling away first. There's a coma there, and that's why I brought it up last week. Uh, also, but now if you say that there is two meanings of it, uh, that makes sense for for that portion there. That uh, because the falling away from apostasia. That's what it is, apostasy, and. Um, in French or in Spanish, it's the same word. It's a Latin word. And, um, well, Greek, all Latin words come from, there's a lot of words that come from Greek that are have a Latin version of it. But uh, that's what it, it was talking about, about apostasia or apostasy. And it's the falling away, forsaking, Depart from the faith, stuff like this. Right. So you see how we said basically, uh, I'll read right here. It says, it says, uh, Second uh, Thessalonians 2, verse 3, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a, that day, the day of the Lord, shall yeah. not come, except there come a falling away first, where mm-hmm. that's a double meeting, the, uh, the departure, the rapture, resurrection. Mm-hmm. Okay, first. And that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, which that's accurate because if we're taken, all yes. right, we're up in heaven. That Revelation 5 9 moment could take place. The first seal can be opened, and then the man of sin revealed. That works. Mm. Yes. And it also works with the falling away being a spiritual falling away because from 1988, this is where we're talking about the different layers of interpretation. The falling away could be those who started falling away from the gospel of grace, teaching yep. works. All right. They, they, there is a falling away. There is a falling away from the pre-tribulation rapture to blessed hope. Yep. Okay. 
that falling away. And here's the thing. Why didn't P- Satan push this falling away deal back in 1932? You know, mm-hmm. Why didn't he push it back then? Because mm-hmm. he knew that the rapture resurrection was going to happen. But he knows it's about to happen now. So he's like, you know what? That rapture resurrection, here he is, like 1990, 19, say 1985. He's like, you know what? That rapture resurrection, that's about 35, 40 years from now. Mm-hmm. I need to get something going so that way it could become generational teaching. So that yes. way it could be checkmate. <laughs> you know, everybody will accept it 30, 40 years from now. So let's get this whole hero campaign. I'll, I'll whisper something into his ear mm-hmm. and make him write some books, you know, make a fool out of himself. And then that will ruin the whole, uh, the whole, the whole, uh, idea of the rapture resurrection. So people will make fun of it just like they make fun of the UFOs. Mm-hmm. And then, I'll begin whispering in people's ears, hey, there is no pre-tribulation rapture. There's a mid-trib. There's a pre-rap. There's a post-trib. Oh. Hey, let, me show you the, let me show you the verses here. Hey, I almost fooled Jesus with these verses here, but I couldn't do it because he's God. But I could certainly fool mm-hmm. you. See, he led these people into all these verses mm-hmm. in the Bible and say, hey, it's scriptural, post-tribulation. Yeah, scriptural. Look right there. Check it out. Yeah, and these is. people picked up on it. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, teach it, teach it, teach it. No man knows where they are. No man knows they are. And he always bring that crap yeah. out of that thing. No. And, and why, John? Because he knows he doesn't want anybody going in that rapture. He hates everybody that goes in that rapture. The Bible says yes. that the, he they curse those who dwell in heaven. They're, he's cursing those who dwell in heaven. Yeah. Uh, Revelation chapter yes. uh, 10, 11, 11, something like that in there somewhere. Remember Revelation 10, you said? Can't remember the verse. Don't quote me on it. I know the Bible book Revelation says that. Okay. He hates everybody that goes in that yes. rapture. He doesn't want nobody to be ready for it. That's why the falling away. Right. He pushed this whole he he authored a whole falling away for everybody to leave the pre-tribulation teaching and the teaching of faith. If you understood the teaching of faith and the gospel of grace, first Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Mm-hmm. If you understood it and you also rightly divide the Bible, it's easy to see a pre-tribulation rapture, right, John? It's easy yes. to see it. It's just, why can't it's, nobody see it? And everything will light up. Like tonight, if you were not saved and you did read the gospel, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4 and everything, and you do accept Jesus Christ and you're saved, you're sealed with... The, the only thing you have to do is to... To believe it by faith only, no, not of work. But then after that, you're gonna demand more milk to be fed with, and more meat later on. Go to Second Timothy uh, two fifteen. Okay, that's rightly dividing. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of God, the word of truth. Sorry, the word of truth. And that's what it is. You mm-hmm. must you must study and look at it. It's not something to think lightly, to take lightly. You might be safe and sit down and say, okay, uh, I'm going to sit on my, uh, what's the word, L'Oreal? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and just sit there and don't do anything and just wait for the life to go by. No, you got to read. You got to understand the word of God, the word of truth. Right. We've got another question here. Yep. It says, what day do you feel is the final day of the tribulation? I feel either the day of atonement or the day of Feast of Tabernacles. You know, you're probably right. 
I believe Jesus will come back on the feast day because now he's dealing with Israel. Israel was, when he dealt with Israel b- before the age of grace started, back when he was doing the whole kingdom gospel, he fulfilled the feast days during uh, Israel's prophetic timeline. Okay. It was after the timeline got paused, things started getting changed, started getting changed up a little bit. But when he, Israel's timeline gets unpaused and they're back in the kingdom gospel, I, I believe, I believe 100% he's going to come back on the feast day. He's going to fulfill yes. the last three feast days. And the fact 2030 is our target. It's still our target because look what's going on. 2024, the year 90% of us die. Okay. That's what's coming up here shortly. Yeah. And Look at look at the look at all the surveys are doing. Not surveys, but the polls are doing everything now. Do you know that more people believe in aliens than believe in God on this planet now? More people believe in aliens than yes. believe in God. Okay. And here's another interesting thing. Be it as it may, I don't know if you guys believe this stuff or not, but watch the videos on TikTok when people are using their cameras to catch things happening that don't make sense. Weird creatures walking around now that, and they're catching them on their home cameras and everything else like that. Yeah. And they're starting to catch giants. I saw a picture in Thailand yeah, where this giant that. was walking in, um, along a mountain ridge line, and then it ducked. That wasn't camera. That wasn't that. That was one hundred percent real because mm-hmm. I don't see. Because I do editing here, and I try to make I, I make stuff for dreams and visions stuff like that. Yeah, and I could tell. I got a trained eye. I could tell when it's fake. Mm. That was not fake. That thing, when it was walking, must have been about 400 feet tall. Wow. Huge. But here's a question, John. People are catching all these weird creatures and giants moving out. Why are all these creatures and giants being stirred up now? Yeah. John, why are they being stirred up right now? Because mm-hmm. something is coming up. Something is something mm-hmm. is, is going on, that's for sure. Something's about sure. to happen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Big time. Something's about to happen. If you yeah. can't tell by now. Surprise. <laughs> you, let's see. Do you want to do one more question here? Or? Yeah, sure. Sure. If you have one more, yeah. One more. We, we reach the two hours. so. I always end up going over. I like doing uptime overtime. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I have a question. What be a final day? I think I just did that one. And the DC. Uh, okay. I'd like to do a question here that kind of rounds up everything. Yeah. Here. I think this one kind of rounds it up here. Do you think the only reason why they're still standing with Israel is the fact that there are still American prisoners under Hamas's thumb? I chose this one because we are looking at the delay here. Mm. Now, I don't think it's because they got American prisoners because Biden doesn't care about Americans. We obviously know that by now. Okay, you cannot do that many things wrong within three years. All right, you cannot do that many things wrong to destroy the country <laughs> as things that he's done where where you don't see it where it's not deliberate. Okay, it was definitely deliberately done all the destruction he's done him and his administration. It's deliberate. They don't care about service people. They don't care about veterans. Okay, they don't care the veterans are homeless in the streets while all the immigrants go up into the hotels. Biden doesn't care, all right? They don't care about our troops at all, all right? So they're definitely not because American prisoners are under Hamas's thumb. So to answer that question, 
But the reason why I brought this question up is because this represents that delay that we've been talking about, right, John? Yeah. This this uncharted territory. And the reason why they're there, okay, the reason why they're still standing with Israel is because they are positioning Israel to be destroyed by their enemies. And the reason why I'm saying that is because America controls the propaganda for the most part in, on this planet. Yes. They control everything just about on this planet. They are the bully. If you looked at America's spending for military spending compared to the rest of the world, oh, yeah. okay, I've seen the charts. All right. Here's America by itself, and here's the rest of the world by yep. itself. Okay. America is the bully on Earth now. They are the bully. So I'm not surprised that what's about to happen to America is about to happen. And according to the Deagle reports, it'll be 2024 when it happens. So the reason, so to answer this question here, yeah, Biden doesn't care about the prisoners. The prisoners, no. But they are in position, I believe, ultimately for what they're going to do after the rapture resurrection. That's why you got all the carriers there. That's why the colonels are on Fox saying, mm. "Why are they there showing us showing all this force?" And they're being they're up to like ninety different uh, U.S. bases being attacked by Iran and their yeah. proxy forces, and they're not doing nothing about it. All they're doing is blowing up empty warehouses. They're not fighting mm-hmm. back, John. What are they waiting for? You know, I don't know, but it seems that see that the public also the public opinion. Like I'm, I'm watching news in French and news in English, of course, for the Canada anglophone and francophone. I'm watching all these news and let, try to listen and to watch what they're saying and everything. But the opinion of the public is so high right now against against Israel. Like that's what we can see. It, it breathes. It breathes hate against Israel right now. Why they do that to the uh, Palestinians and stuff like this? Man, mm-hmm. if you got 80 years of receiving rockets on your head, at one point you're fed up and you say, okay, whoa, that's enough. And I'm going to clean up and make a clean up there. And I don't mm-hmm. know what they're going to do with the Gaza Strip after that. But uh, we might be gone before it's finished. But um, I wonder what they're going to do with that Gaza Strip. Mm-hmm. Well, great point. And that's, I forgot, and I'm glad you said that because that's the other point I was going to make. Mm-hmm. And that is the United States is setting them up for failure because they're over there. But United States, um, Israel's attacking Hamas, but unfortunately, our media is not back in Israel and they are creating this. This this firestorm of hatred mm-hmm. for Israel right now globally because everybody watches our media along with their own media, okay, and our media maybe except for Fox, but our media for the most part is pro Palestinian. Yes. So America is basically shining a light, recording what Israel is doing, and then turning around and creating this propaganda for everybody to hate Israel. Okay, so that way, when America backs off and say, "Hey, you're on your own now, Israel." Oh, by the way, not only not only am I leaving you alone, but I also created all this hatred for you. So good luck. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they leave, and all of a sudden they're like, "Why does everybody hate us now, America?" So, well, that's actually our fault, but you know, we don't like you guys, so 
good mm-hmm. luck. You know, that's pretty much what America is doing to Israel right now. Yeah. Oh, it America is sad to look at this, but Canada is not well seen on the world economic thing. Canada is not well seen on the uh, humanitarian stuff either. Uh, our prime minister did a lot of damages and uh, created uh, created all kinds of stuff. But um, I'm telling you, this is this is really really not going for the best right now in Canada either. And the way you talk about USA. Uh, For us in Canada, the future is not bright either. Not looking bright. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep, definitely, definitely all engineered. Yeah. So, man. So uh, let's see here. I think we pretty much uh, went over by five minutes. Not too bad. So I think Greg will be happy with tonight's broadcast. Yeah. Okay. So everybody, once again, wish Brother Greg... A happy birthday. Happy birthday, yes. Brother Greg. And tonight went by really, really fast. And uh we do pretty good together, John. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you are you are good, man. You need to get your own YouTube channel. Oh, I don't know if I'm up to that now. Uh I like to do things and uh you know, assist people and be there for this stuff, but uh doing my own I got a... Uh, I got a Zoom uh, Bible uh, Bible study in the morning that I do Monday to Friday, but uh, that's it. And I uh, come to uh, uptime with you guys. So, mm-hmm. yeah. if you uh, if you read the, the gospel tonight and you understood it and you uh, decided to follow Christ and you understand the blood of Christ did save you. Um, let us know in the chat. Let us know in the commentaries there so we can reply to that. And uh, uh, I'm just saying that it's so important at this point that I cannot even tell you if we're going to be here tomorrow because the rapture mm-hmm. is so close. <laughs> like, I'm excited. I wake up in the morning. I say, ah, not yet. Maybe before right. breakfast. <laughs> right. And that's important because once you believe in the finished works of Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection, why he did it, why did it need to be done, his shed blood, the blood atonement, the Lamb of God who came to take away the sins of the world, came to take away your sins, past, present, and future. Once you believe in him, that he's the only way to yes. God the Father, only way to heaven through him. Okay, he's the truth and the way in life. No one comes to the Father but through him and his works. Okay, narrow is the way. He is narrow as a narrow way because he's the size of a regular man. And if you took a door and made it just as wide as me, that'd be a pretty narrow door, wouldn't mm. it? So it's yeah. a narrow door because it's him. You literally have to go right through the width of him as a size of a man. That's mm. a very narrow door. And yes. wide is the road to destruction which is a wide road. So narrow human being door, tiny door to get through like that. Cause you know, doors yeah. are usually like that big. So yeah. if you think about it that way, but when you believe sealed unto the day of redemption, that spiritual seal comes and seals you. Jesus said the spirit comes and you don't know where it comes or where it goes. Yeah. Some people say, I don't know if I'm saved or not. You know, that that's nonsense. 
Look, if you believed in Jesus' blood to atone for your sins, you believe Jesus Christ was God in the flesh, walked the earth, shed his blood, that blood sacrifice was accepted by God, Hmm. and now that that blood can be applied to your life, your sins, to give you redemption, if you believe that, you know whether or not you believe it, right, John? Oh, yes. You know whether or not you believe in the gospel, 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. You know whether or not you believe it. If you believe it, guess what? You're safe, spiritually safe. Now, you're Mm -hmm. not going to feel a tingle go up your back. No. Okay? (laughs) You're not going to land on your back and start laughing. Some people do. Okay? Nothing like that happened to me, John. No, you neither, no. I don't know. It's like, did I guess nothing happened? Did did I get saved? And I went through all that. Okay, I had to yeah. watch some Robert Breaker videos to make sure. Yeah, you know, me too. You know, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. you but you will know. Okay, when you believe, you know when you believe, and when you believe, spiritually sealed, and it happens so fast, John, because the spiritual mm-hmm. sealing is a moment in the twinkle of an eye. Oh, we yeah. are spiritually brought back to life as quickly as our bodies are changed. Yes. It happens so fast; it's it's can't even can't even be measured. Our spiritual Only the waters, and now you must be born of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And the mark of the beast—that's a dark rebirth. Okay, yes. look, everything could be. Re- everything is going to be resurrected. Everything will be resurrected. But mm-hmm. are you going to be resurrected to everlasting life or condemnation? Yeah. Those who take the mark of the beast have a spiritual rebirth too. Yeah. A physical rebirth, but it's a dark physical spiritual rebirth. Yes, Jesus said that when they're resurrected, their bodies, they'll get mm-hmm. resurrected bodies for the lake of fire, but they're resurrected unto condemnation. They're condemned. Mm. Everything is resurrected. Our dogs, I own dogs. I have plenty of dogs that died. Our dogs, animals are all resurrected. Glorified oh, yeah. Bodies. Yeah, okay. they're all going to be there in heaven, all your pets. Mm. I'm glad I can. You know, let's go off on a real positive note. Right there. All that right there we just said. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> Amen. So um with that being said, uh so thank you everybody for joining us on uptime yes. tonight. Thank you, brother John, thank for always you, giving us all the wisdom and preaching definitely that the King James Bible yes. is the only way to go. Amen. Yeah, grab a good King James Bible and if ever you need you can let us know if ever you need and you want to know why a King James Bible. It's very mm-hmm. simple. Ecclesiastes 8.4. Go check it out. Amen. <laughs> All right. And if you're not sure about your salvation yet, read 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Try oh, to yeah. memorize it. Yes. Okay. And continue to watch uptime. So yeah. may God bless you all. Amen. And Christmas will take place. Also, Merry Christmas. We we are celebrating the the, the light coming into the world, the conception of the Holy Spirit meeting yes. with a physical egg, spiritual meeting physical, supernatural interchange. Mm-hmm. And of course, what are we looking for? Supernatural interchange, spiritual meeting physical once again, yes. rapture resurrection. How cool is that for close? Right? It's <laughs> pretty good. I could have not done it better. <laughs> Christmas Day will be a good day. Amen. Really Praise good day. God. Praise God. So may God bless you all. And we don't see you next week. We'll see you in heaven. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Bye-bye. God bless you. Take care.